Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you on a uh, football Friday. AFC-NFC title game. You can hear them both on Sports Radio 610 this weekend. Uh, if you watch the games on TV... The uh, AFC title game, of course, will be on CBS. That's the earlier of the two games. Boy, um, it, it when you read an article like the one that popped yesterday in the New York Post from Andrew Marchand, and it just matches everything you see on a broadcast for really like the last couple years. Like yeah. I'm watching, the, I'm watching the broadcast, Seth, of Jim Nance and Tony Romo the last couple years, and I'm watching this. I'm like, I don't think they like each other. I think Jim Nance wants to be so many other places right now other than doing a game with Tony Romo. That's the biggest part of it. Like, I, I honestly, I, I realized over time, I, I, it used to annoy me. It would only annoy me about people gushing about Romo calling out the plays because they would ignore the fact that he was wrong 50% of the time. It, was, it would drive me, that would drive me insane. I got over that after a while because I realized, okay, Romo is having fun out there, and he does he does give you a lot of insight. He doesn't. I wish he would admit more when he was wrong about his predictions. But um, he's uh, like he gives a boatload of insight. But it is like it's it's like they're moving further and further apart. And like Romo, it's almost like Romo is getting goofier and more childish as Nance is like turning into a grumpy old man. Yeah, I feel like they're I feel like they're driving the, uh, each other away from each other. Yeah, here was. So it's an article about just how how disjointed the broadcast is. And they're calling the Super Bowl. That's the other big theme of the article. It's like, look, these two are they they it, it's not it's not just it. I think it's probably more from Nance's end than Romo's end. I think Romo's just probably happy to be there and he's enjoying the game and he just doesn't work yeah. as hard as he used to. Like it, I don't it doesn't it doesn't I don't know if he ever worked hard. It's that he had he had just been he had been working hard as a quarterback. He had just he, left the league. Yeah, yeah. He notice, was very sharp. Yeah, yeah, those predictions he was making stopped at some point because it he was, wasn't as what, plugged in. It reminds me of uh, like Mark Twain's description of being a riverboat captain. Like when you're going down the Mississippi back in the old days before they had all the the banks uh, all solidified and everything. It was constantly shifting and changing. So like you could be the world's greatest uh, riverboat captain, but if you took six months off. You, you would come back and you wouldn't know a damn thing about the river. Yeah. I feel like Romo, the further and further he gets away from being an active quarterback, yes. he knows less and less about the river. Yeah. He, here's, here's to me the money quote in the article. Again, this is Andrew Marchand of the New York Post. And for those who don't nerd out over media stuff, maybe, like, like some of us do, um, he's probably the most respected media. One of them, Richard Deitch, Andrew Marchand. He's a very respected uh, reporter for, um, for TV and radio media. He says this. Romo was a sensation at the time, talking about 
back early in his career as a commentator. And CBS wanted him on its side when they walked into negotiations with Roger Goodell and his lieutenants. And just to pause here for a second, at the time, after Romo's first couple years with CBS, there was a huge bidding war for Tony Romo's services, if you can believe that, between CBS and ESPN. Ultimately, CBS gives him a 10-year, $180 million contract. So he's under contract to CBS for another like six or seven seasons after this. Yeah. Continuing, CBS ended up retaining its Sunday package of games, the playoffs, and Super Bowls for around $2 billion a year. Now, though, not even halfway through Romo's decade-long deal, CBS sports executives have an issue because Romo and his partner Jim Nance are manning broadcasts that lack chemistry, storytelling, much strategy, and levity. It's routinely discombobulated. That's Andrew Marchand saying that. Because I want to point out here, he says CBS sports executives have an issue because dot, dot, dot. This feels more like Andrew Marchand's opinion. Oh, then okay. you know, then CBS. There may be some executives telling him this too. This is where I've. I, this is one thing that I've noticed and I've realized. I, I've looked at like various polls that people have done and everything. Uh, Tony Romo is still very much, uh, I think, liked, uh, if not adored, by the majority of sports fans. And uh, my wife is one of them. It's one of the things that stresses our marriage the most because I uh, I get I get frustrated sometimes with the mistakes he makes during a broadcast where Brandy says, you know what, Seth, he sounds like a, he sounds like a fun drunk guy who's not taking himself too seriously. So he makes a mistake every now and then. And, and I'm like, okay, so I have to watch my drinking, but Romo can just go ahead and act like he, fine, fine, fine. Uh, but she like, she feels like when she hears Romo's voice, it's a party while she's watching the game. Yeah. I, to that end, look, the ratings aren't suffering because Tony Romo's on there. I, yeah. the, it's probably people that are more in tune with actual football and looking more for analysis that don't really like Romo's broadcast. You know who this is the biggest issue for, I think, honestly? Uh, Jim Nance. Like, it's the biggest... Yeah, the that's big, where it's, the, it, it gets uncomfortable. Well, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable to listen to. If you have any sort of ear for it, you can tell that, that Jim Nance doesn't seem to enjoy doing these broadcasts with Tony Romo. And I, I don't know that they... Look, they're committed to Romo for another six years. I don't think they're going to pay him... 18 million a year to hey. bump him down to the C team or fire him. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what, Jim Nance? You brought him in, sweetheart. <laughs> you know, like, what the hell? Like, this is your call, man. You begged and pleaded for him. This was your call. That's right. Jim Nance, Jim Nance can go be sour all he wants. That's right. Jim Nance brought Tony Romo in. The Texans, the Texans may have tried to make a trade for Tony Romo, but he got yoinked away by CBS. They can all go die. And these TV executives, I don't, I don't give a damn about articles telling me what TV executives think. They're generally morons uh, who got the job. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> you never <Go> know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, and we should point out what Seth's talking about is that Jim Nance was doing games with Phil Simms forever and sounded – Kind of like he does now with Romo with Phil Sims towards the end, like frustrated yeah. with him, things like that. So Jim I, Nance I couldn't handle an easy question from Clinton Ron. Yeah, that's the, why I don't feel any sports awards. Yeah, I feel zero remorse for Jim, Jim Nance right now. Jim zero. Nance pulled the diva routine. He yeah. was dead to me then. I'm yeah. like, all right, Jim Nance, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. You can't uh, handle a simple question about Deshaun Watson. Now you're, you're so precious. Uh, the one I'm a sports guy. We're all in sports, Jim Nance. It's nonsense. Stop taking yourself so seriously. The one thing they point out that Andrew Marchand points out in this article that I hadn't, I hadn't really noticed. I mean, I noticed it, but I hadn't noticed it to the extent that it's something that we should be annoyed with, is they do probably more than any other um, 
broadcast team, certainly any other elite broadcast team, yeah. lean, lean on the supporting actors in all this. Tracy oh, yeah. Tracy Wolfson, Jay Feely, Gene Steratore. They, I had not noticed that, but they do bring the three of them in way more Way more than other broadcast teams do, and and what Marshawn is pointing out is it feels almost like a crutch, like where there's there, where there would if it was just the two of them, where there would normally be awkward silence because they're this couple that's married but probably should be divorced, like not getting along. Then one of them will just go, "Well, what do you think, Jay? What do you think, Gene? What do you think?" Like when they were uh, when they uh, when they went for the fake punt. when the Bills went for the the fake punt on uh, fourth down in their own territory and Romo thought it was pretty risky called basically called it a turnover went out to Jay Feely and Jay Feely was like well there are only 10 guys on the field then Romo's like yeah that was a good decision it was a good decision yeah (laughs) now we got to play the audio (laughs) okay well this is it I don't have the audio of that um we do have the audio of this uh this caught my ear at the end of the third quarter which would end up resulting with a uh, – this was the Pacheco, Pacheco touchdown uh, in the, the, early in the fourth quarter. Um, they started off the series – this is going to be three plays all mashed together because this series I, I just – I left – I was very, very uh, confused by the end of it. Um, kids, at the beginning, Romo's going to use the word Rolodex. He's talking about dialing up a blitz when he says Rolodex, okay? okay? Andy Reid has a beat on what – Buffalo is doing. I think you have to roll a Dexit in this half more than you did in the first. There's Mahomes completing it. If you don't have linebackers, Jim, don't ask them to cover. Correct? Just blitz them. Run right through the middle and say, we're going to go ahead and take him. They're coming after him right up that middle. He saw it. Both these guys. Kelsey one-on-one. Here they come on second and eight. He's able to get ahead of them and go down the field and connect at the 16-yard line. And Valdez Scantling has another big catch. For as long as we can remember Mahomes playing in the NFL, you do not blitz him. He's been one of the best quarterbacks in history against the blitz. And let, 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 me, let me point out, like the part where he's saying you got to blitz him. and you then got to blitz him. you got to blitz yeah. him and then say don't blitz. There was no... Time shrinkage that like that part you played continuously right there right like uh, well no 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 that was two separate plays that, that was, was two okay, plays. okay yeah okay, yeah okay, but because gotcha. you know, he called multiple times during okay. leading up to that he called multiple times for the blitz gotcha. he got to blitz him and and, uh, and, and when what, they did when they blitzed and got burnt by Valdez Scandling uh, you ju- you just do not blitz Pat Mahomes okay and Rolodex <laughs> so Rolodex mean he was saying that meant blitz is what you were saying yeah like earlier. dial up a blitz dial yeah. up a blitz okay Rolodex yeah. I got you okay yeah. I, I was wondering what that meant when he said Rolodex. Okay, you got to Rolodex something. So the other part that was fun too, um, I, I'd, I'd be interested in the listener's opinion on this because the more I listen to this, I actually, when I first heard it, I was like, "This is the dumbest dad joke I've ever heard." Um, this is at the very beginning of the broadcast where Jim Nance is uh, describing the setting and the, uh, the the Kansas City coming to play in Buffalo. In fact, Kansas City played here, Tony, back during COVID. So it's the second trip here for Patrick Mahomes, but he played before zero fans on that occasion, and tonight there are 70,000-plus who are screaming against him. Well, that's how many fans I play in front of normally at my house. Pretend like they're all there, but there's zero. 
<laughs> it was always said zero at the end. I kind of liked it. <laughs> zero. There, but there's zero. zero. <laughs> I I think the problem with I think the problem with Romo is I don't think he's a I don't think he's a funny guy, but he acts like he's a funny guy on the broadcast. And uh, and and then, despite my judgment on the matter, I think a lot of people think he's actually funny. Mm-hmm. So that's a that a lot of this. I think the, a lot of the attempts at humor, people like Andrew Marchand and maybe the cynical Sean Pendergast and uh, and the grumpy Seth Payne look at and think like, "Oh my God, what are you doing?" But like, the majority of people are like, "Ah, he's a big goofball." Yeah, we may be in the minority on this. I you know I don't know. It's, it, it's and, and Andrew Marchand is somebody who's immersed in it. It may very well be one of those things where we're just too close to it. We, you know, we just we're just looking for something else. And uh, Joe Q America is, and and Mrs. Joe Q America, more importantly, maybe to draw in a big audience, yeah. are just looking for they they just want they just want fun and frivolity on there. The, the the problem is it doesn't seem like Jim Nance wants Tony Romo on there again. That's, that's, uh, the that's big Jim problem. Nance's fault. Like he's got nobody to be angry at except for himself. Yeah, I yeah. mean the and the CBS Sports executives. This is what I'd say. Like, Dan Deardorff and Phil Simms were mainstays as color analysts on the biggest games uh, for, for years and years there. And they were rough, man. They were rough. So I don't know if the CBS sports executives know a damn thing about what they're talking about. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, can I take another broadcaster to task right here, if you don't mind? Yes. Um, His name is John P. Lopez. Mm. They were talking yesterday on In the Loop. I was listening to In the Loop, as I do every day. I'm a loophole. I'm taking my walk around the neighborhood. I'm listening to the fellas having another great show. And Landry got to talking about they, they were just sort of just chopping it up about the Texans, and Landry kind of just sort of sidebar says, "Man, we we should go back and watch the, the David Cully press conference from back when he was introduced back in the day, just to go back and and I've done that several times, just to more or less just to remember, like, oh God, it's so good now. This is how it was then. Like you look back at that to relish where you are right now. And Lopez made what I, I mean, I had to go back and look. He made an interesting claim yesterday. We might need to revisit the introductory press conference of uh, David Culley. I, I really like. I think we can laugh at it now, right? I was in the back of the room. The faces on Texan staffers who were all standing in the back of the room, <laughs> dude. It would be. I, I would have a, a gazillion hits if I videotaped it. They were like mouths open, <laughs> eyes wide. This is him. This is our guy. Man. I didn't know who he was. I'll be real. Okay. I had to go back and look. Like, now, I don't think Lopez is being, I don't think he's lying here, but that call was, I think he's thinking of something. 
But that David Cully press conference was on Zoom. Like Cully, they people walked into the the people who were allowed in there walked in with masks on. I like the whole thing was done on Zoom. Did John Lopez get special access to the David think, Cully introductory uh, press conference? I, you know what? I give everybody a pass during the Zoom era because for one. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't remember what I did and didn't do in person during all of that. Okay. And two, he may have been looking at the faces of people on the Zoom call. If if he was anything okay. like me, remember how massive those Zoom calls yeah. were? Yeah. You get bored and you just kind of scan through. Okay. You just scan through and look Zoom. at everybody's faces. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a fit. Like yeah, because I'm. I mean, I'm playing. I don't like. I don't think. I don't think John's a liar. You know what I mean? Like I don't mm. think he's like. But clearly he wasn't there because nobody was allowed in that room. Okay, I was. My thinking was he must be thinking of Lovey's press conference because we were all there for that one. Like we were. Lovey's press conference was good though. I mean, it was fine enough though, right? Like he didn't really say anything earth shatteringly. No, it, it was, was a weird. good press conference. But maybe yeah. Lopez viewed it differently. Maybe he looked at some people and you know it was. Yeah. Because it was a weird hire. I will say that. Like it was. It was a weird hire. Yeah. Everything felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah. felt like you're. Felt like you knew your mom had married your stepdad for the money. Right, it's just like kind of right. like, what's, yeah. what, it's my mom? Is she a whore? What's going on here? What the hell? That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. That's your, your, your reason is better than mine. I, I, my immediate thought was he must be thinking of Lovey's press conference. Yeah. But yours is a better one, though, which is, you know, we were all on those Zoom calls and he was probably looking around at the people on the Zoom call. As David Cully is saying that he took this job because it was one of 32 jobs in the NFL and whatnot. Like, poor David Cully. I, I say poor David Cully. I mean, like, he was, he was compensated quite well. But, but I mean, poor. he wasn't prepared. Nothing in his coaching career had prepared him, I don't think, for, for stepping into that situation. I don't know how many head coaches would have been prepared for stepping into that situation and handling those Deshaun Watson questions yeah. about – and just – I mean, the biggest mistake he made was coming off like in complete denial about any issues whatsoever. Yeah. Now, at that point, that was before any allegations had emerged. That was just that Deshaun Watson had reportedly wanted a trade, and that was the uncomfortable elephant in the room. Um, and that, but and that was weird. And then it got weirder and weirder as things got more and more serious. Did it ever? Did it ever? Yeah. All right. Um, off and running on a uh, football Friday. Appreciate you tuning in. If you're just getting in your car and you need some headlines, good news. We've got them for you coming up next. Bunch of Texans honored, or I should say nominated, for NFL honors next week. Coaching cycle, I think good news for the Texans in the coaching cycle. And um, perhaps one of the dumbest NFL players revealed yesterday. We'll get to all that in headlines next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 